Hey guys, welcome to the Fit Town Show. This is Coach Andrew, and I'm joined today by some new guests. I have my dad, Buddy Frezza, on the right, and I got Rachel from our front desk over here on my left. And today we're gonna to be talking about the benefits of donating blood. Um, we have a blood drive set up for this weekend. It's something we plan to do in the future as well. And we wanted to talk about the why behind it, um, how this kind of fits into our mission and vision for Fit Town Jupiter, and get you guys excited for um, doing this as a way of giving back. So um, it can be something that we do on a regular basis um, that people are excited to be a part of. Um, so I wanna talk a little bit about just kind of the bigger vision for it and really, as we get further and further along as a business, we really want Fit Town Jupiter to be this hub of positivity in the Jupiter and Tequesta area. And for us, we want that to be aligned with the things that we're good at and that, that we uh, really are excited about, which is things like health and fitness and family and food and all these different ways that we can give back to our community. So this really fits into that health aspect of being able to donate blood and do something good for our community. And uh, Rachel and my dad have really cool perspectives, kind of personal stories as it relates to donating blood. So I wanted to bring them on to hear, because um, that really can, can give you guys a, a good incentive for donating is when you understand kind of the bigger picture of the why. So uh, Rachel, could you kick us off and talk a little bit about what your uh, excitement is around donating blood? Yeah, so um, when I was a teenager, my mom was someone that always encouraged us to, to donate blood. So I started donating when I was 16 years old, um, but I didn't ever really get passionate about it, I would say until 2014. Um, my little sister got a strand of the flu and it ended up attacking her heart. She went into total organ failure and was on life support. Um, for a whole year, she was in the PICU and she went through surgeries, transplants, just a bunch of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. And so we held a blood drive for her and I ended up finding out in that blood drive that I actually had O negative blood, um, which is the universal donor. So I started regularly giving blood then um, and only 9% of the people actually have O negative. And so it's what's used in emergency transports when they need to give somebody blood immediately after a car accident and they can't test their blood type. So it's constantly needed and it's rare. So the blood banks are constantly empty. So I became really passionate about it. Um, and then when I had my daughter, I ended up hemorrhaging and so I needed blood. And so um, it just made my passion even bigger about donating blood because even healthy people can need blood. So that's kind of why I am passionate about That's cool. It. And you were giving directly to your sister during yeah, this. Yeah, I did directly give to my sister just because I was O negative so they knew that I could go to anyone. Um, so at the beginning I gave to her and then um, after a while I had to stop giving to her because your body will start to recognize the same blood so um, but I just kept giving it because I knew that people still needed it so um, yeah and then I just continue to give blood for that reason cool what about you buddy wow she's gonna make me cry <laughs> but anyway uh, well my story is cool um, first of all I'm a big fan of Tony Robbins uh, one of the things he says is a secret to living is giving. I'm a firm believer in that. Uh, I've spent most of my adult life giving back. Uh, in 1977, I read this book called Looking Out for Number One. And it might sound like selfish or self-centered and anything, but one of the points that Robert Ringer, he was, this is a bestseller, he had like three bestsellers. But anyway, what he made me realize is 
you're, you're re the, the best way to look out for number one is to be really selfish. And that doesn't sound too cool, but you're selfish when you give to people and, and what you feel, and I, I'm sure that Rachel you know, felt the same feeling of feeling satisfied to help somebody else, to help save other lives, and there's no other feeling. I became addicted to it. In the mid-90s, when, when we first moved here, a little girl in our, our neighborhood came down with leukemia and they had a blood drive. And that was my first time. Back then, uh, leukemia patients need platelets. And back then, they would need eight, uh, eight pints of blood to separate the platelets out. Now they have, uh, and, and shortly after my first time, I was doing what's called apheresis and you have to get hooked up to a machine. In the beginning, I had, I had a needle in this arm, needle this in, and go on one side, come out the other. Now, you just go in, they go in on one side, and you can actually hear the machine when it, it switches. While it's, while it's taking your blood, you have to squeeze a little air ball, and then uh, while it's sending it, it back through your body, uh, then you have to rest. Uh, and, uh, it, um, it takes a while to do, so as, as, as I usually do, I multitask. I'm usually, I usually got the financial station on the TV, I'm listening to my podcasts, and, and I'm giving blood, you know, so it's not taking any time that I wouldn't normally do one of those things anyway. Um, I'd like to thank everyone, uh, you know, uh, who's in, in the health profession. We have doctors, nurses, firefighters and paramedics that are members here and you're on the front lines you're, you're you're out there doing what needs to be done but we could all we're the support system we can all support them by providing the needed blood and right now with you know people are afraid to go into blood banks and hot you know wherever they, they give blood you know that you know we're all worried about the you know the virus and uh, um, you know, I, I think that, the, you know, I just started again, by the way, um, I, I, and I found out when I gave, uh, I've done phoresis twice uh, in the last uh, three, four weeks, and um, I got my award for 18 gallons. So, and I, I was pretty impressed with myself <laughs> until I went on the website and I saw this ex-military guy who was getting his 125 gallon award. And he, he served multi uh, times uh, tours of duty, and you know he's out there. He donates because in his heart he, he wants to have, help his fellow servicemen. So uh, when you do apheresis, by the way, you get a double credit. Okay, that's how you get up to 125. Uh, Wait, there's a leaderboard. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> there's a leaderboard. Exactly. Thank you for that. Thank you. Yeah, I can always count on you and keeping it light here, but um, a pint is a pint of blood, okay? You get one credit, but if you do apheresis, it, you get credit for two, for one donation. So anyway, uh, let me... So wait, let me break down these stats. So you've done, you said you've done 18 gallons. Yes. How many pints in a gallon? Eight. Eight. So, and every time you go is one pint, right? So you've basically gone almost 100 times, 96. Yeah. Well, you just missed my point about the double credit. Oh, here, here, this is really important. Sometimes. This yeah. is really important. You could give blood like every 58 days. 
okay? You can do phoresis uh, twice a month, maximum 24 times a year. So, and if you count, you can get 48 a year, okay? Is my mm -hmm. math right? Right, twice a month, um, and it counts double. So, you get yeah. 48 credits. Nice. Divided by eight, that's six gallons, okay? But I would, I would alternate real blood and, and phoresis. Yeah, so that's the one thing I saw as I was looking it up, because I'm new to a lot of this stuff, I've done it a few times. Um, but hearing from you guys is really exciting and like I saw there's basically like four main ways you can donate you can do um, What is it whole blood you can do double red cells you can do platelets you can do plasma and basically each of those has a different purpose and Each of those has a different timeline so you can do the most common is the whole blood But you can only do it six times per year. You have to right. do it every once every two months and then um, something like plasma you can do monthly and something like platelets you can do weekly from what i saw um which is pretty cool so i guess there's you know is there is there one that you would recommend for people to start or is it just kind of um i mean if you, you want to make a bigger impact remember it takes eight pints of whole blood to make one pint of platelets so you can cut out the you know the process and and go for it you know with the there's a shortage of platelets right now and blood, but more so platelets, okay? Uh, and, you know, they're calling up known donors and trying to get them in to, to uh, uh, you know, get that, those platelet donations. Mm -hmm. And so. platelets have to be used five days after you donate them, so they're always in need of them. Oh, okay. Because they have to be used within five days after you give the blood. So some of them get thrown out if they're not able to be used in that time, so they're constantly needing new mm -hmm. sources. One of the things I found interesting with this is that obviously there's a ton of benefits for other people. There's also benefits for you, which I didn't actually know going into this. Did you want to go through some of those, Rachel? Yeah, absolutely. So um, there's actually anti-cancer benefits to giving blood. Um, blood donation helps lower your risk of cancer. It also um, helps you maintain a healthy heart, healthy liver. Um, and so people who are obese, a lot of times are actually encouraged to give blood because if you have heart disease, diabetes, it can be really good for you because um, it stimulates your body producing iron. So, um, and then it also, again, with obesity or anyone trying to lose weight, it um, also promotes weight loss. So, And not just because you weigh less because you've given blood. No, not just because of that, but you do burn 650 calories. I learned from Jenna this week, you burn 650 calories when you give blood. I fact-checked it. Um, and then again, it stimulates blood cell production, which of course is good for your body. So as soon as you lose those cells, in a few hours, almost all of them are actually reproduced. So... Um, it's pretty cool. It's not only, it also, I mean, at least for me, it's, there are emotional benefits to it also. You know you're saving lives. Um, I read that if you donate from the time that you're 18 to the time that you're 76, you can save a thousand lives in your lifetime. Um, and to me, that's enough. I, that's, that's really cool that you alone can save a thousand lives. Um, and I mean, one, one car accident, someone can need a hundred pints of blood. So us giving up one, I don't feel like is really um, that much to ask. <laughs> yeah, one 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 uh, donation can save up to three lives. Yeah. That's what One Blood has on their yep. website. Um, it's it's pretty cool, and like only a certain percentage of the people can donate. That was another yeah, thing absolutely. I didn't realize. Like some people had posted on our Facebook post that like 
they couldn't because they were in a certain country at a certain time and now that excludes them from being able to mm-hmm. donate I guess for the rest of their life right it's just kind yeah. of indefinitely yeah if you were in Europe in the 80s you can never donate um <laughs> mad cow disease you just reminded me yeah. of something uh, I got in trouble with my wife uh, her brother worked in, for NSA and he was stationed in in Africa and uh, Carol's sister and my brother-in-law you know, they went to Africa and they went to safaris and I didn't want to go because I couldn't donate blood for six months. <laughs> so, you could call me a loser. A I, I, I didn't go on a safari because I wanted to donate blood, but anyway. Um. Yeah, so we're, our, our goal with this is really to make it a regular thing, um, potentially something we do as much as, as often as monthly, have it at the gym, maybe even more if more people are doing it on a regular basis. but. You know, we have such a cool group of people, hundreds of people at this gym that are healthy, that want to give back. And we feel like this is a great way to do it. So we want to enlist you guys to be a part of that and, and make it part of your, your regular routine, um, a way of you can give giving back. So um, Rachel, do you want to talk about how people can do it? Like how the link's going to work and all that stuff? Absolutely. So if you're in our Facebook community group, uh, I posted a link in there where you can make an appointment. Um, with One Blood, we're going to have a bus Saturday from 8 to 1 in between our buildings. Um, and so if you have one of those appointments, you're good to give blood. They're also taking plasma and platelets. You can just sign up for a normal appointment um, if you want to give one of those. And they will absolutely take your plasma and platelets. Um, and then I'm also, uh, if you go to our Instagram page or to fittownjupiter.com, I've posted the links there in our blog. So you can sign up for an appointment there as well. Yeah, and I, the thing that I want to know was, okay, should you do it before workout, after workout? And they actually yeah. recommend doing it after workout. I kept asking her, like, are you sure, are you, sure you know what we're doing here? Like, she's like, yeah, it's like, it's cool. And obviously, if the workout's really hard and you're like already feeling, you know, queasy after workout, you probably don't want to do it on that day. Um, but as long as you're hydrated and you feel good after workout, that's the best time to do it because your blood is pumping really well. So. They actually said it, it's it's ideal if you do it right after a workout and just give yourself a little bit of time to kind of cool down afterwards. Yeah, just make sure to eat. Yeah. <laughs> eat yeah. that morning. I know we'll I be, don't usually eat before workouts, so. And we'll be giving free fit aids to anybody that uh, does donate in any of these, as well as um, they give gifts and stuff as well yeah, directly from one They have gift cards and uh, actually I've gotten a couple $20 um, Walmart gift cards and um, uh, they gave me a, a, a ticket to uh, John Smith's, uh, but, <laughs> and they gave me this nice t-shirt. Showed uh, off, go ahead. <laughs> and they're giving, they're giving out long sleeve shirts this yep, week, long, right? Yeah, free long sleeve t-shirts. Platelet donor. Platelet donor. Exceptional. Yeah. And this is born, born to be awesome on the front. Is that what, that, of course I am, of course. Okay. <laughs> you just gave up your secret for how you were so tall. <laughs> I was. He just knocks out his booster seat. <laughs> but, uh, also, to do, you know, you have to go to to the uh, place. It's it's right here, on the corner of um, Alternate A One A and Indian Town Road, like behind the uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Back in the corner there is where their office is, and you know you need an appointment. Uh, uh, you know, and it takes it takes a little time to do the. Uh, they used to have to ask me questions years ago and check them off and now you know everything is they give you a little iPad and you go through it and you, you sign off and 
Uh, if they check your iron, they used to pinch the finger. I used to hate that more than, than the blood because you got nerves in there and they pinch the finger and take the blood and make sure you had enough iron. If you're low on iron, they don't want your blood. But they have this little sensor now that goes on your finger, they check you out and then, you know, it doesn't take very long at all, but uh, actually it takes more time to do the paperwork than donate the blood. And as part of doing it, you get a, um, you get like the uh, antibody test for COVID. Yeah. They, right. they will give you the result if you've had COVID in the past. And, and Rachel, I think you asked her if you've had COVID or getting the vaccine, you can still donate. I think the vaccine, right. you yeah. have to wait a certain period of time, unless it's like the Moderna one, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but if you've had COVID, you can still donate. Can in still fact, donate. it's encouraged <laughs> that yeah. you would donate. They yeah. also, they also tell you your cholesterol and they also, uh, you know, like give you your blood pressure and temperature. And it's like a mini physical. Yeah, I set up a little Excel thing on my computer and right back to my first donation, you can see, you know, what I, what I weighed they that day. They had computers back then? They had computers back then. Yes, they did. But right. anyway, okay. All right, we'll wrap it up there. Right, Thanks Rachel. for joining us, guys. And, and uh, make sure you guys check yeah, out the blog and the Facebook posts and uh, join us in these and, and hopefully make it a regular part of your... Uh, you're giving back to our community. So thank you guys.